Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Today, July 6th, marks a, an important day for college basketball. So obviously Gonzaga follows, in, follows into that category. We've talked a number of times about conference realignment. We will touch on that even more in the coming weeks and the possibilities that are out there that make sense for Gonzaga with all of the shifting of schools to different leagues and media rights, uh, broadcast rights, and everything else that has to do with that. But uh, today is a big day for, for different reasons, and it's because uh, there are two evaluation periods for Division I college basketball coaching staffs to go out and evaluate and recruit players and so Gonzaga is no different they uh they will be out in full force so July 6th through the 10th and July 20th through the 24th are those periods where college coaches will be out and about um there's a couple different ways to kind of delineate and, and break down um where coaches might be you've got the big three shoe companies you've got Nike Adidas and Under Armour that run their high level circuits uh Nike is called the EYBL. Um, there's only one team in the state of, of Washington, and that's Seattle Rotary that has a team. And you play a number of events in April and May to be able to qualify for the big end of the year Peach Jam um, tournament, where it's probably the biggest uh, AAU tournament of the season as far as excitement and colleges and schools go to watch. ESPN has in the past uh, broadcast uh, a number of games from that event. Um, but Seattle Rotary, um, uh, a couple of their teams qualified for it. A couple of them didn't because you'll have a 15U, a 16U, and a 17U typically at each of these uh, tournaments per program. And those are the bigger programs. And then you've got your smaller offshoot programs. Um, but uh, Gonzaga, I would imagine, is going to have coaching staffs at the Nike event this week uh, following the EYBL teams. Adidas will have teams uh, or a tournament as well. That one will be in South Carolina. And then Under Armour has a high level league or, or kind of circuit uh, is what they're called as well. Um, that, those will be kind of the main um, tournaments that Gonzaga will be at. There are a number of other I guess you could call them regional tournaments across the country. Um, you know, they're going to have some in the, in the Midwest in Chicago and Milwaukee and Indianapolis uh, in the South. They're probably going to have some in Atlanta in the Northeast. You're going to have some in the, in the, in the Boston and the New York area on the South. You're probably going to have some in Texas and Houston, Phoenix. And then on the West coast, I know there's a big one going on in LA and Irvine area where I'm actually coaching a 16 U team uh, beginning July 7th, we play the 7th through the 10th, but um, typically, you know, how it works is uh, co college coaches will be at these events. For example, Gonzaga already has a commitment from uh, class of 2023, Dusty Stromer. A lot of times what happens is, you know, to stay strong with that commitment, a one coach will go typically follow that player um, and go to each of their games. Uh, some people call it babysitting just so that player still feels valued, still feels wanted. Um, and we'll go watch that, that, that kid and his team play. Uh, I'm not sure what Gonzaga's plan is or what their, um, philosophy is in regards to, to quote babysitting and watching 
his games, but I know it's something that's typically been uh, what most college programs do in the past. And one of the th- reasons why is with over recruiting, other schools will try to, even if there is a commitment, they'll keep recruiting until the day that a national letter of intent is signed. And so you want to make sure that that prospect, that player who's committed to you, uh, they still feel valued by your current staff. So um I would imagine they're following there and then they're going to have their eyes on a number of other prospects, you know, for a program like Gonzaga, they probably have, you know, 15 to 20 guys that they're truly, truly looking at. And the crazy thing now with Gonzaga and the level that they're at and having allowed, been able to get guys like a Zach Collins of McDonald's on America and get guys like Jalen Suggs, a one and done, get guys like Chet Holmgren, who's the number two pick in the draft. You're able to start kind of deciphering, you know, what your roster needs are and who you're going to target early on that are very highly ranked. Uh, you've seen, I've seen a couple names that have been linked to Gonzaga on the national kind of level. Uh, first one would be Xavier Bookman, uh, big time, uh, 6'10", 6'11", very versatile kind of four. Um, I don't want to use the term Chet Holmgren-ish, but he's a big, that's skilled. I mean, Chet Holmgren, I think, is a one-in-a-very-long-time type of prospect. But Xavier Bookman being a top three, top four type of recruit in this class, I do know Gonzaga's recruiting him. I would imagine they're going to be following him closely in this first period um, to evaluate and watch. The other player that Gonzaga was recruiting pretty hard, they were in his final three schools until he made a commitment to go to Oregon. He backed out of that commitment recently. I would expect Gonzaga to be in the mix for would be Mookie Cook. He's originally out of Portland. He went to play for a prep school or one of these academy type schools in Phoenix this past year. Um, but he's reopened his recruitment. I would imagine I would expect Gonzaga to be back in the mix for him. Um, but a lot of times what happens is so a staff will kind of spread out and they'll go to these different events and they're constantly taking notes, evaluating, staying in touch with uh, other coaches on the staff. Hey, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? And in recruiting and evaluating, so much is about gathering information. Yeah, you see what you can see with your eyes and the skill set that you like, the athleticism that you like, um, but you're talking to people. You're talking to their high school coach. You're talking to their AAU coach. You're talking to their AAU club director. Uh, You're talking to coaches that are also sitting at the game uh, at the college level. Maybe they're not recruiting the player, but maybe they know something that would be insightful for you to really kind of dive in and look at. Um, So those are some of the things that would be looked at. Um, And then usually after that first week, especially this year in this calendar, there's a gap. So there's about 10 days before the second evaluation period. Um, Staffs will kind of regroup and reprioritize maybe uh, who they want to offer a scholarship to, maybe they who they want to reprioritize um, their recruiting board, who they really want to make sure and get a second or third evaluation on in person uh, during that second evaluation period, which is the 20th through the 21st, or excuse me, 20th through 24th. So lots of interesting things going on. Uh, the month of July is unbelievably busy. You got NBA free agency, NBA summer league, you got college recruiting periods, where the coaches go out and watch uh, these high school prospects play on their club teams. Um, and it's a really exciting time. I mentioned the two periods. That's only for Division One. Division Two calendar is different. Coaches can go out at different times. NAIA can go out 
literally year round as can division three. And so one of the things with the staff that like Gonzaga has, they're so dialed in with uh, having a great network. You know, if they can't be in an event in a, say that middle period, but they know a college coach that is at an event that's at a different level of division two and NAI, and they trust their evaluation, they'll ask how, how did the player play? Because it's the basketball world is so small and sharing information and knowledge and, and wanting to help uh, other coaches that, that you're friends with or, or you're trying to mentor um, that information gets shared pretty freely. Uh, and that's one thing that's very, very important for young players at this time and age, day and age to realize that um, just because there's not a coach there doesn't mean uh, you're not having a opportunity to be recruited. There's lots of uh, coaches who will see a, a player and realize, hey, that player might not fit us because of what we already have on the roster or how we play. But that kid's really good. I'm going to share his information and in his resume with somebody else who might have an open roster spot. So very interesting uh, how the recruiting world works. And it's just now really kicking off for the summer of 2022 with this first evaluation period. So for Gonzaga Nation SI and the Gonzaga Nation Media Network, appreciate you listening. Like, subscribe, review, leave us a comment. Let us know what you want us to talk about.